Today, we celebrate with Lutherans around the world a legacy, a heritage, the words, the life of Martin Luther, who in 1517, October 31st, nailed on the church door in Wittenberg 95 theses, 95 conversation starters, an invitation to debate, to reform, to reshape some of the practices of the church that had kind of gotten a little out of hand. And what started was a movement. As the Spirit empowered the lives of the reformers, a movement changed the church, and we are part of that heritage. Music was a big thing for Martin Luther. He wrote many of hymns. And so I thought that in honor of Reformation Sunday, I would bring my guitar this morning and I would play something for you. I really would like to play for you one of the original tunes that Martin Luther wrote. I've had this guitar for a long time. It was a gift from mom and dad just I was getting ready to start seminary, and I had it for the four years at seminary. When I went uh, during the summer to serve as a counselor at a church camp, I, I brought my guitar with me. I also took it on internship in upstate New York. I had this guitar when I served the parish in New Jersey, and it was one of the items that we schlepped out here to Minnesota. When I got here, took some extra lessons, even had it out a time or two a couple summers back to help out with Wednesday night for our worship. I'd like to play a song for you this morning from Martin Luther. Only trouble is, I can't play the guitar. <laughs> I found out that just having a guitar is radically different from playing the guitar. I know a few of you play musical instruments. If you have a musical instrument, you know that it takes dedication. It takes practice. Lots of practice. You got to build up the muscle memory in your hands so they can kind of do their thing on their own. You got to build up the rhythm. You got you to know how to read music. Or you have to know how to string notes together. You have to stay with it. You have to remain with it in order for there to be music. In this morning's gospel, when Jesus was addressing the crowds, they were all believing in Jesus. They were seeing that God's kingdom was close. They saw Jesus heal. They saw Jesus welcome the outsider. They saw Jesus' community grow around the grace and the love of God. They were excited about that. They wanted to believe in that. They, they wanted to be able to play the guitar and join in that music. Jesus says, if you want to be a disciple, continue in my word. Continue in my word. The words that came out of Jesus' mouth, the teaching about God's grace and God's love, the teaching about forgiveness and how God brings us together, broken people together. But in the Gospel of John, word is more than just the words that come out of Jesus' mouth. It's Jesus' whole life. Because we know at the beginning of that Gospel it says, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. 
Jesus' whole life continue, remain, practice that life, and you will be my disciples. And you'll know, you'll live, you'll experience the truth of being in relationship with God. And that truth is going to set you free. That truth is going to break down the barriers. That's going to release the bondages that we all find ourselves in. There was an objection in the crowd. We don't need that. We don't have to practice our faith because we are the people of God. We're the chosen people of God. We kind of get in on the VIP pass in the back door here. Jesus says, you can just imagine, shaking his head, you don't get it. Just like we might today say, well, we're Lutherans. We don't have to do anything. Martin Luther taught that the kingdom of God just comes to us as a graceful gift apart from the works of the law. We don't have to do anything. Oy, same problem. Same misunderstanding. Yes, the relationship, the connection with God comes as a graceful gift of God who loves us and all people. We are connected to God by the love of God which is filled with abundance and forgiveness. And yes, and we're invited to life of practicing that faith. Of actually putting that faith, that love, that forgiveness into action in this community and in our lives. And we got to develop the muscle memory, the rhythm of that, because it's hard to do. We live in a world that is constantly pulling us in different directions. We're way too busy. We live in a world that says, take care of yourself and fear the outsider. Look over your shoulder suspiciously at the one who looks different than you. We live in a world that wants to live in a different way. And Jesus says, wait folks, if you continue in my life, in my teachings, then you are my disciples. And that is the path to life, to truth. It is a path that we are invited into today to practice the love, the grace of God, to remain, to stay with it. It can be hard to do. And in fact, as Luther discovered early on in his career of teaching and preaching the Word of God, it's pretty much impossible. On our own, we just can't get it together enough. We can have the guitar in our closet and schlep it from place to place. But to sit down and find the time, the courage and the energy to practice that faith, yeah, that's a harder thing to do. Later in John's Gospel, on the night of his betrayal, Jesus commands his disciples, those faithful 12 who tried to hang in there, tried to practice it. He commands them to love one another. And he says, I'll give you the Spirit. I'm going to give you some help because by your own, you just can't do it. So the Holy Spirit will come and it will be a part of your life and your struggle and your practice and your 
unpractice. That Holy Spirit will come and breathe life into the church, and not just once for all time, but it'll come again and again. It'll be part of a change, a reformation, a reshaping. It will encourage you again and again in different contexts over time to grow, to practice faith in a way that addresses a changing world. Now, I can't play this guitar yet, and I'm not making any promises today. (laughs) Maybe, someday. But I'll tell you what I did do this morning. When I came in the church, I prayed the same prayer that I pray every Reformation Sunday. Dear God, change this church. Let us be changed by your spirit, by your grace, by your welcome. Let us be changed in our practices. And let us not be the same church next year that we are today. I invite you also to welcome the work of the spirit in your life. Welcome the ways that God can change and transform as you live out your faith. I pray and I wonder, how is God going to use us? How is our welcome going to be more open? How is our love going to be more fervent? How is our service going to be more engaging? Let's pray together and let's enter into that reformation that reshaping, that renewing, that remaining, that God calls not just the Lutherans to, but all Christians.